Welcome everybody to the Monster Baby Podcast. A curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation, except for today when we deal with neither of those things. <laughs> My name's Ted DeMaison. I'm Lisa Rowland. We're a barrel of laughs, but yeah, we're we're kind of going off the rails. A we are bit not talking episode. about mindfulness or improvisation today. We are uh, entering the world of oh, you know what we need, mm-hmm. as Ted likes to call half baked ideas, based on yeah one of his favorite podcasts, which you'll hear about. Yeah, so it's like just stuff that we, or maybe that I came up with. It like I think this would be a good idea, and Lisa considers it and tells me whether it's a good idea. Yeah, or not. so hopefully. <laughs> You think they're fun, and maybe you've got some ideas too. We welcome you to send them in if you got them at the end of the episode. Um, but you know, it's just a little fun get together, hang out, yeah, the, little diversion. The, the plan was that we would both show up with a list of ideas, but you'll hear how that went in the first moments of the podcast uh, because it didn't end up. It didn't really end up that way, uh, you know, which is fine because we had a nice chat so, about. Various, it's all. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We're, we're making do with what we got here. So right. hopefully it's enjoyable. Uh, okay. Listen on it. Listen on, good people. Enjoy it. We'll- May we present to you the Monster Baby Podcast. <laughs> all right, Lisa Roller, can I start with a rant? Yeah. So here we are, coronavirus times. Everybody's at home trying to do their best, make their way through. And people are a lot of people are on Facebook trying to entertain each other. And there's all these memes going around. I'm sure you've seen them of the like, how many threes are there in the image? Yeah. Or there's like two wizards and three sneakers and two wands and this wand plus this wand plus this wand equals this right, number. Right, like little riddles and, and visual yeah. tricks. These things piss the hell out of me. Why? Why? Be- because they have so many ambiguities and like little gotcha tricks in there, which is the whole point, I know. But especially the ones that mix the verbal and the math, I'm like, come on. So let me just give you the text of one. This is one that I, I wrote the rant out on, but it's it goes like this. The battle of English and mathematics questions. One rabbit saw six elephants while going to the river. Every elephant saw two monkeys going towards the river. Every monkey holds one parrot in their hands. How many animals are going to the river? So you think, okay, one rabbit saw six elephants while going to the river. Were the elephants going to the river? Right. We don't know. Every elephant saw two monkeys going towards the river. Does that mean each elephant saw two monkeys or every elephant together as a group saw two monkeys? Every monkey holds one parrot in their hands. Does that mean each? I mean, just there are like 20 correct answers. And so whatever you say, the person can be like, nope, not right. (laughs) So so, so you missed it, you fool. So the thing that you don't like about it is like the like the joy that the poster seems to take in catching you and being wrong. That's right. That's right. When in fact, there is no correct answer because of the, the does, guaranteed ambiguity. In the does language. the original poster ever reveal an answer? In my experience, no. 
with the math ones, with the like funky ones with the wizard and the banana and the monkeys. And there's like, oh, this monkey in the last image has three toes instead of two toes. You're like, ah, F you. Um, <laughs> in that case, yes, there usually is a right answer. But there's one with like all these threes on an iPhone. I know, I've phone seen it. Page, I've seen it. And there's like some threes that are like ghost-like images behind it. And it's like, do the three wireless bars count? Right. Do the three, I'm like, oh, come on. I'm not going to spend half an hour trying to figure this out. And you're just going to be like, nope, missed it. But, Look again. But you are going to spend 10 minutes ranting about it. Yes, I am. Yeah. Because I, I have understand. to vent. I understand. My reaction to those is I look at them and I'm like, oh, hmm. And then I keep scrolling. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good for bless your heart. <laughs> but bless I did take a minute and I like the three thing. I was like, oh, I wonder how many I see. And then I like counted them up. And I was like, oh, I think there's 19. And then I look in the comments and somebody says 19. And the original poster is like, nope. And so I'm like, oh, fuck this. And I, Good. I'm i like, uh, this is going to be one of those things. It's going to be a riddle and it's going to have things. And I'm just like, I'm, I don't think I. Yeah. The next one, I think I'm just going to put 25,262,126. Prove me wrong. <laughs> All right. Thank you for letting me rant. I feel so much better. Yeah, Totally. Totally. And now I can be present. Yeah. <sighs> I understand. I understand that the, the smugness gets you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Nope. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. I'm not trying again. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an American. Don't tell me what to do. Okay. Wow. I'm in a ranty mood today. Yeah, great. You just made me, you just made me think of another one. Great. Let's get it. What is it? Absolutism. Oh, you sure. Yeah. I mean, when, when, when is it showing up for you right now? Holy Geronimo. I mean, I'm well tuned into my resistance to absolutism from the political right and, you know, dismissal of villains and, you know, supposed villains and so on and so forth. And, but more and more of my friends seem to be going absolutist in another direction. Which, which is, is like Trump is the same as Biden. Trump is the same as Biden. Every person in the media is lying. Uh, Bill Gates is evil. Uh, and I just think, people, can we get some complexity? Yeah. Or like people on both sides of the vaccination issue. Right. Just being completely absolutist about the other side. Yeah. You know, like people who, who don't want to use vaccines for their kids are complete idiots who are poisoning the rest of us and putting everybody at risk. And people who are trying to, have everybody do vaccines or like enforcing a globalist uh, the, uh, not theocracy but corporate takeover of the planet and like want to control everything with fascism like oh boy what happened to the middle way yeah what happened to curiosity and investigation and openness and can we just love each other mm. I want us all to love each other you need a hot take I need a hug yeah, I, I need a you. hug. In a while, you haven't had a <laughs> hug in a while. I haven't, I haven't had a hug. I think it's been close to a month. Oh my god! Come on now, people. Yeah. Can we just? I mean, granted, I'm I'm towing the line. I'm holding the. I'm hanging on to that ledge. My fingernails have grown into place into the board on which I'm holding, so I'm sturdier. But yeah, whew. it's not easy. But no. the good news is that I am hearing, you know, like 
a, a lot of voices in the direction of what we're doing is working and we are starting yes. to think about, okay, so what is the safe way to reopen society? That's right. And not like, it, it's not completely un, unforeseeable. It's not like, well, yeah, I don't right. know who knows when it's like, no, we'll get there. Like we're, right. we're starting to think about the steps that mean we can see each other again somehow and we'll figure out what, how that, you know, yes. that's very, I'm, comforted by that and i'm comforted by the fact that like oh what we have done is working like san francisco was an early hot spot and and our health system will not be maxed out like is not overrun it's not overwhelmed like right we 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 locked down we sheltered in place early and it is and it has made a difference like that feels that feels so good feels great oh my god i'm very thankful for something yeah yeah and i hope i hope the rest of the country and world can can find that benefit as well from holding holding on to it you know yeah but it's gonna be a while it's gonna be a while but yes i'm confident that i will be able to at least see somebody that i can give a hug to yeah in the foreseeable future yes yes i, I don't know about going to any sporting events for quite yeah. some time or like theaters i do wonder when theaters will, will right and like like places that have big gatherings i don't know but yeah well let me shout out to you and your brethren and sistren at Bats Improv for the work you've been doing. Jeez, oh. crow. Great shows. And you've been like drawing people in like the Pied Piper of the, the uh, what's the word? Ethernet age. <laughs> like putting up these great videos and making the sound so compelling. And then you guys are putting on shows that are just so cool. You did a murder mystery show. You did a radio show last night. You did a uh, film noir with some great backgrounds and sound effects and characters that are just like hilarious, but also mysterious. So oh, fun. Very exciting. We have some, we have some incredibly innovative people in our ranks who are yeah. really pushing, really pushing things and exploring this, this platform and to great effect. So yeah. it was pretty good. I know that there are other improv people out in the world doing such things as well and maybe they're doing stuff that's equally great i don't i don't know because i don't have time to watch it all but i'm really delighting in what you all are doing and it's really thank cool you. to see it emerge thank you yeah so anything that you saw particularly on your mind before we get to our theme of the day oh mm, weekends are hard today's a saturday Wait, hold on. Do weekends even exist? Anymore? Oh, they do for me. They do for okay. me because Monday through Friday, I teach Stanford classes and I have right. staff meetings and we're like, okay. work is happening. And weekends, I don't have staff meetings and I don't have class. And mm. I dissolve into nothingness, which is sort of what happened this morning. Um, you know, it's like I woke up and I had a call with my family and then I like did a puzzle for a while, like eight and like sort of mindlessly looked at the internet. Like, I don't even know what it was. I'm like, I haven't left the house yet today. I did do my dishes, which was a hey, score. minor miracle. Like yeah. there were, were many of them. I am only oh, person, but it was, it was significant. So, you know, I'm just like in, in one of my weird days that I vow to leave the house before the show mm-hmm. tonight. I, Lisa Roland. Do you solemnly swear? Yeah. 
But I will open the door and step my foot. My body. I will move my body today. Like that's my plan. Tiny habits. I will step outside the door and just see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm glad that we're connecting on on the weekend so that you can have some. I know there's like a little stimulation, validation, foothold in the expanse of time. Great. Tells me something is happening today. So I need a hug and you need some interaction. Here we go. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) So weird. All right. Well, I appreciate your being willing to play this game with me. Yeah. So this is funny. So this is funny because, and I don't know if we'll just start here, but I like that the last time we, okay. So we know that today is about half-baked ideas, right? Like, well, like, like this is about product development for COVID-19 shutdown. Yeah. Or, or just could be in general, but yes, largely COVID inspired, let's say. Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel like that was the thing we talked about. Sure. I had a couple other ideas that showed up as well. Great. So the last, so at the time of our last recording, in the recording, it was like, oh, I'm an extrovert. You're an introvert. And part of that is, yeah, I can't, I don't know what I think unless it's in conversation. And then we ended that with, well, why don't you go and develop? So like, let's both go off and think about it and develop ideas, which means Ted has come back with so many ideas because this is how he works best. It's oh, like going great. away and thinking of ideas. And I have none. I have zero ideas <laughs> because I can't, because I don't. So my plan is to like. I love it. Riff off of your ideas and see Beautiful. what happens. And also, and also basically, basically what I discovered is that every product that I thought of, I was like, oh, this is what we really need in times of lockdown. Ultimately ended up being like a sex doll. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I want the, the feeling of like the weight of a human body, but I want the uh-huh. feeling of skin. And then I was like, uh-huh. I, this is a sex robot. Like <laughs> that's what I built. Like a human, like a life-size humanoid skin Perfect. covered machine. Like those exist. And I don't think that actually solves our. This is a great first half-baked idea. It's that's awesome. as far as I've gotten. That's all I have. And that's what I want. You win. You already win. That's oh, great. That's all I want. Yeah. All signs point to the sex robot. I mean, who's going to argue with that, really? I mean, me. I don't actually want a sex robot. That's not what I actually want. No, but like all the pieces that go into that, not all the pieces, <laughs> all of the thoughts of like feeling weight, of sort of feeling the warmth, feeling touch. Yeah. You know, maybe it's a back rub robot, right? But okay, let's. <laughs> it's not awesome. a back rub robot. I don't want I'm, a back rub robot. Fair enough. I'm confident that by the end of this podcast, you are going to have generated five or six new ideas. It's likely given that. Yeah, just right. Exactly. So we'll see. But so let me set the premise up for the listeners, which is I got this from Bill Simmons, who's my favorite podcaster. He's a sports fan and he does all this stuff with pop culture. And he started small, like a Boston sports fan. And he's really funny and he really original. He grew, 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 grew. He's now one of the biggest podcasters in the world. And he interviews all these amazing people. He's interviewed Barack Obama and Malcolm Gladwell and uh, just all sorts of influential folks in all fields. But he's got one of his buddies that he brings on the show. His name is Kevin Wild. And they do this segment called Half-Baked Ideas where Kevin Wilds tosses up these ideas and they sort of bat them around like, is that a good idea? Would it work? You know, is it a winner? And then usually Bill Simmons comes up with a couple as well. And so I thought, okay, we had, in a conversation, I had such an idea 
And we're like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. So then I thought, well, why not come up with other ones? So that's the premise. So that's the premise. Right. That's the premise. That's the premise. So we're going to toss out some ideas. They're, the point is not to have thought them all the way through because they're just half-baked. So they're not finished. They're not polished. You couldn't, so you'd have to do a lot of work to sell them. Give me your ideas. Okay. Here's number one. And this is the one that you've heard before, but the listeners haven't. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and this, this was a couple of weeks ago, earlier on when we weren't talking about aerosolized viruses, but you're supposed to go, if you're going to see somebody, you're supposed to maintain six to 10 feet distance. And so like you're with a friend, you're seeing somebody, you can have some connection, but you can't really feel their weight. You can't know that like part of the joy of human connection is pushing against somebody like in social dance. It's making sort of, physical contact. Yeah. And like, I'm, I can pull you, I can lift you up to climb up a set of stairs, or I can support you when you jump down or hold you up in the air like Patrick Swayze and whatever that woman's name was. Dirty, Jennifer Gray, Dirty Dancing. Yeah, exactly. Like he spins around. Like that's great, right? Yeah, you do a lot. You do that a lot. The sort of lift, uh, the dance. All the lift. time. Yeah. Trader Joe's, customer service. Thank you so much for showing me where the muesli is. Yeah, just swing her around. Swing her around. <laughs> but so you can't do that when you have to maintain this social distance. So I like wanted something that could connect to people. And so you could help people out. And so I originally thought of like a ribbon with handles on the end that you could just walk with somebody like you're holding hands a through leash. the ribbon. Like a leash, like having each other on a leash. Yeah, kind of, right, nice. So you, if the person pulled, you'd feel them pull and you could go with them, right? But then it's like, yeah, but I wanna be able to push as well as pull. So now I think we need a stick yeah. of some sort, some sort of shillelagh like device. Wow. I actually don't know what that word means. It's like an Irish club, not like a nightclub, but like a like, like a leprechaun has a shillelagh. That doesn't help cane. me. I've never seen a leprechaun. Well, okay. a cane? Well, yeah, like a cane with a little, yeah. But you could use it as a something to hit somebody with. But we're getting <laughs> off track. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with a shillelagh. A shillelagh is a cane you can hit someone with? Okay, carry on, carry on. You need a shillelagh, but, but a lockdown shillelagh. You want it to be sturdy so it doesn't just give way, so it just doesn't collapse. So right. like a, a thinking like a, a telescoping stick of some sort you can set. That then locks. Yeah, and like you lock it. And so you just can walk with a person. You can feel where they are. And if you want to move, you can move. And you just, you feel connected. And so the product I'm calling Stick Together. Stick Together. I think the, I think the name is maybe the best part of this product. I'm about, <laughs> I also wonder if it could be like a, like a tent pole where it's like come mm. small and then you fold it out. Yes. And there's like nice. some flexibility in it. So you can sort of like, yes. there's a little bit of sponge, a little bit of give to it. It's good. And it's, you can also, it's got a little bend. Yeah. Yeah. So you can get flexible in how you're doing it. And I, I still think there should be handles on the end. I know. Right? Great. So, so that you're like, you're not going to lose the person when you're, this all came to mind when I was trying to help somebody up a, a little scramble spot on the, pathway by the beach and i was like i can't touch her because she's up you have to maintain distance i want to help her out but yeah so you want to give her so, a hand and you so some handle needs to be there right right so right. anyway that's the first one stick together stick together you're all right you're all right with that idea um yeah sure i'm fine okay, with that. you're done okay. i mean i will say that it works best if you're like on the beach and not if you're uh, you could be walking down a trail i mean like uh, in the woods you could be walking down the street sidewalk one of you is behind one of you is in front you can still feel each other i know you're there 
But do you I think that like, can't see you, viewing can, each other is really the best, is like the most? It's better than nothing. Uh, yeah, but is it better than, I mean, it's like, because I would like, like, even if you're on a wide sidewalk, you can't walk next to each other, even six feet apart, because you're going to take out anybody, like you're taking the whole flight. Nobody can pass by you. Yeah. Okay. So there's some things. You're, to like, work you're on. like limbo sticking the whole sidewalk. Maybe we call it a, a limbo stick together. And everybody's in on the joke and they all limbo as like, oh, well, then it's not. So. Anyway, it needs some work. All right. But that's half baked. Sure. Okay. Idea number two. Yeah, great. And this comes from something that you said. You inspired this idea. I don't even know if you know that you inspired it. But for many people, yourself included, it can be depressing to spend so much time alone. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, or, or on the other side, to be co- cooped up with somebody that you're sick of, like, you're just, oh my God, give me a break. So you can kind of get into this self-pity state. And at times like this, I know a lot of people, I don't drink alcohol, but a lot of people just want to have a, a good stiff drink to kind of soothe their troubles and take the edge off. So drinking is up 46%. That's what I've heard. Like alcohol. That's what I've heard. Right. Yeah. A lot of, so, a lot of, a lot of drinking. So for this idea, I'm proposing something that's called the poor me depression decanter. Okay. And it's a little device that's like a carafe that's got facial recognition technology for built into tears. it. A little carafe for your tears. Oh, nice. Nice. I hadn't thought about including the tears, but this carafe uses facial recognition, notes when you're feeling depressed and it says, how are you doing? And then you say, poor me. And then it pours you a drink and it concocts it based on the flavors, the mood it finds in your face. Ted, I feel like, did the title come first to you? Did the like, (laughs) did the punny name for that, was that the first piece? You said, poor me and I heard, Pour me a drink. Me a drink. But it's it just recognizes what you need. It takes care of you. It's, it's an like a loving. It's like it's, it's like a... let me help you numb. Let me allow me to help you numb. You seem right. sad. Why don't you drink? It's a numbing agent. So you know it might not be approved by the Alcoholics Anonymous crowd. Uh, it might not be approved by any sort of addictive counselor. But it's got some. It's got some value. Now you don't have to pour your own drink when you're feeling depressed. That's right. It's just going to help you out. It's going to be like, I see that you look depressed. Maybe you don't even know it. You need some soothing. Let me do it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you make it into a... Here's what I would like. Here's what I would like. Okay, turn it around. Yeah. It's not... Well, I'm afraid that this gets rid of the punny title. Okay. But But like in times like this... When every when I'm living, I'm looking out at an, at an expanse of time and moments, and I'm like, oh God, what do I? There are things like yeah. I just need somebody to tell me what to do. So like, oh. I want an app where I don't have to decide what to do. I just uh-huh. need to decide to like hit a button. Mm. That's like, oh God, I need something. And then like two questions can come up, and one of them can be like active or like outdoor indoor and i'll be like uh-huh. uh outdoor okay like i don't know what and they're like yeah go for a, like go for a walk uh and then it'll tell nice. me the steps like just put your shoes on tell me like hit this when you're complete turn to the right you know and then it's like it just tells because like Great. one of the things is like i feel like my brain atrophies a little bit and i'm like what yes. does a person even do with their time right. like, i have no 
yeah. it's easy for me to feel lost. Even though it's like, if you ask me, I can tell you right now, like intellectually, like, yeah, I could go for a walk or I could clean up my room or I could put, you know, it's like, there's plenty of things I could do. But so you, it sounds like you type into this app all the different things that you might do. Yeah, I think you populate it at a time when you're feeling generative and able. And then right. at the time when you're not, you're like, I need it. I need somebody to guide me through what to do right now. I love it. I've got a potential name for this app. Oh, good. Which is Decision Tree. Yeah. Right. You go sit under the decision tree and you say, tree, help me out. And it says, how are you feeling? Or whatever the question is that you've populated it. Yeah. And then maybe it's also got a store of ideas like that you haven't populated, but yeah, it like or like, interfaces. Well, like, Cause like, I think that there's saying, right. There's also all of these things online. It's like, Oh, there's yeah. like virtual tours of 12 great museums of the world. And Love it. you could go, you can watch like Broadway shows that have been recorded and you could do, you know, it's like, there's a million things you could watch, but it's like, yeah. Oh my God, I don't know. Or like there's a new series or whatever. Right. So this thing, I think this app or whatever would like sort of know what I like and yep. be like, do you want uh cat videos? And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> And then it'll like serve me up those. Or nice. it'll be like, nice. tour of the Louvre? Sure. You know, or mm, no. And then it'll right. offer something else up. Great. So that and, I don't you, have to be held responsible for deciding what to do. I just say yes or no. And then over time, it gets to know you. Like, do you like to have just two options or do you like to have five? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. There's some bit of like AI that's like I learning, love it. Okay. like intelligent technology that's learning. Great. References. Yeah. Decision tree. Okay, awesome. Yeah. All right, here's my next one. This one's called Night at the Museum Nerf Battle. Okay. So, right. Doesn't the title sound interesting? You're, yeah, you're sounds, intrigued already. Sounds nice. Yeah. It's basically just too many hours at home with the same boring sit, at your, sit on your butt pastimes, whatever you do. Walk, watch TV. Like, just the things you always do, right? So, this is kind of like Nerf meets Nest meets those home mystery theater games that you like somebody got killed and you have to figure out who it was that got mm -hmm. killed, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So this one you like set up your house with these surveillance devices <laughs> for, that are equipped with cameras and very problematic and, already. Right. And nerf weaponry. Okay. And there's like, I'm using Dungeons and Dragons terms. There's Wait a dungeon. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say okay. you set up your home with surveillance cameras and Nerf weaponry? Like you install weaponry in your home? Yes. Okay. Maybe. That, that might be part of it, right? Okay. So, but but that's on the cameras. Yeah, right. Like the cameras are linked with it. Okay. You also have your own stash of Nerf weaponry. But there's like a dungeon master who sets up, knows the layout of your house, and sets up that there is a painting on one of the walls in your home that you have to steal and you have to start in your bedroom and these surveillance devices have little lasers that come out on them mm. and you have to like work your way around the lasers. Mission impossible. Exactly. And you can shoot your Nerf gun and knock out the surveillance devices, but the other person is getting to watch you and getting to shoot at you. Who's the other person? Is it a two player the, game? The dungeon master, because oh. they're watching through the surveillance camera. So it's Are like they, a multi. Is that like, is that like I would be your dungeon master or is that sure. like play against the computer? You could set it up either way. Okay. Right. Yeah. Set it up with a computer or so. Uh, and then you have to get to that prime piece of artwork and like you touch the wall there or whatever and you win. Woo. Right. So the more valuable the piece, the harder the course, the more lasers. Night at the museum nerf battle. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I'm into it. I mean, clearly, clearly the person who thought this up has more walls than I do in their house. 
<laughs> because I think it would be like a short and unsatisfying game in my case. But I but, but the idea is fun. I had an idea that was like that comes from my perspective of having very very little space, so very right. little variation. Okay, and this is sure. why I just have to like put my chair at a different angle every time. Right, like every time I do a new thing, I just like sit in a different place in my living room, which gives me the illusion right. of variety, right? Yes. Uh, and so I was thinking, well, in the same way that like virtual backgrounds um, on, on Zoom, Zoom make you put somebody yeah, behind you, right? Makes it look like you're in a totally different location, which is how we've been using them. Um, virtual interior design. So like, Oh, nice. But somehow like hollow, I don't think the technology exists, but like somehow give me the actual lived experience, not in a computer screen, but like the actual lived experience of feeling like I'm in a different room. Right. Like, so this is, it almost sounds like virtual foreground. Sure. Like it's just whatever you're seeing in front of you. Like you yeah, want to be looking at your house. Reality is what it is. It's virtual reality. Okay. I want virtual, I guess virtual reality exists. I guess that's a thing that exists. <laughs> but you you want to be able to have it without having to put on like an Oculus. Yeah. Head I want to be able to like, like, like come into, yeah, exactly. Or the right. other thing that I was thinking was like, oh, some, like some sort of like, yeah, I want to change the way my space looks because I'm getting tired of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so yeah, night at the museum, nerf battle. I, I like it. I think that's you're fun. in on it. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <clears throat> but it does feel like it'd be fun for like for somebody to be able to be your maybe it's like a cooperative game where it's like you need to steal the painting, but you have your team, mm. you know, like space team, where it's like yeah, and they right. can like they can like talk in your ear, like tell you like, Oh, awesome. Yes. Coming this way. It's like they can, they have different pieces of information and they all like yeah. you to help you succeed at your goal. Look out for the camera on the right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Allison Kinnear, because I got this idea from her. I was texting her uh, a week and a half ago and she texted me back and said, sorry, I can't respond. I'm in the middle of a nerf war with my kids. And she like sent a photo of herself, like all geared up and just screaming at the phone. And then I didn't hear from her for another three hours. And she, in that time, had like stored in her pantry all this ammo, this Nerf ammo. She was three hours in a Nerf battle with her kids. How fun. Yeah, so that's that inspired it. She gets like A-plus mom. I know. That's, Pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Okay, next one. <laughs> now, this is inspired by a true story. I, I don't, I think I told you this, the part of the story, which is, that I was in my bedroom the, uh, last week and there was a knock on the door. Oh yeah. Did I, I didn't tell this on the podcast, did I? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. So there's a knock on the door. So I'm like, who's that? It's probably just the mail. They probably just leave a package. And then there's another knock on the door and the cats like run into the living room because they're freaked out. So I come out, I open the door. There's nobody there. Huh? What's going on? And then I hear the knocking again coming from the ceiling of my living room. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And it's two different places in the living room. I'm like, is that a rat? Is that a bird on the roof? Is that, I don't know what it is, but it sounded like something was knocking things back and forth. 
So I'm thinking, oh, geez, I've got an animal in my crawl space. Yeah. So in this house that I'm in, the ceiling is like eight feet from the floor. It's just one level. And the roof sort of goes up, shallow roof above that. So there's a little tiny crawl space up above. And there's only one entrance into the crawl space, which is this little rectangle in the corner of a closet in one of the back rooms. So I'm like, I'm going to have to go and check and see if there are animals up there. Yeah. Which is a little scary. Did you do it? I did. I don't think that I knew you did it. I knew you had to, but I did. Yes. So it's like. Great anxiety to think about it. Is it animals? What's up there? This house is built in the late 1950s. Is there like asbestos? Are there toxic paints up there? I was thinking like bodies Uh, from like. Bodies? Are there doll heads? Yeah. You know, it's like crazy stuff. Ghosts, right? So I go up there and I put my phone up there and I took this new uh, ring light that I got. I put that up and I just moved my phone around, which worked pretty well, but I could only see like six feet around. And it's just all insulation. So I can't go up there and crawl around because it's like dusty, puffy. So what I want is I want like a sturdy snapshot snake, I'm calling it. They're like, I can put my phone on with a light and like, I can, you know, like you would send down a drain to get hair out. Yeah, or like orthroscopy. It's like, like a L- laparoscope, right? Laparoscope. Yeah. So like, I want to be able to send it into the attic to send my phone in there, take photos to go up front and see, is it a raccoon? Yeah. Is it a squirrel? Yeah. Or is there nothing there? Is it just insulation? I want to be able to see that without having to go in there and deal with ghosts. Can yeah. I just get that yeah, product? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Right? Totally. Of course, of course, yes, of course. Sturdy snapshot snake. And like, maybe it's got a reel on it, like a like a fishing pole. Like somehow you, you just back it up. Or it could be a button, a motorized button. But you just sort of back it up and you can move your phone. You can tell it to go left, right. So it's like, maybe it's got some fans on it that like hover it in space. It's like a little bit like a, a drone kind of thing or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Just want to be able to take a photo in my attic. Like deep in your attic. Deep in my attic without having to crawl up there in the asbestos and the dead records. What did you expect? Because if this thing is alive, which it is because it was knocking. Right. (laughs) I I guess my, I guess it was, if it's alive, then I know I need to get it out. But like, it is alive. So, but what were you expecting to see? Like, it will hide, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But here's my my best guess is that it, in fact, was on the roof and not in the That would be yeah, not great news. Yeah, because the beams are such that they're really sturdy beams. And so their beams are like right above the ceiling in my living room. Uh-huh. And so if it's tapping on the roof, the sound would go through the beams into the roof. I mean, the through ceiling. the roof outside to the ceiling. Yeah. It would sound like it was right there. I so I think it was. I hope you're right about that. I think it was a crow. I haven't heard the sound since. Good. Well, maybe. But I still want to have the sturdy snapshot snake. Maybe it was a ghost. Also, yeah. here is a plug for this American uh, this American Life. No, Ira Glass. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's this American Life. I forget. Okay. Exact radio show. It's an NPR radio show, um, called Fiasco. And it's about fiasco. Fia, it's on fee. It's it's about fiascos. Okay. And it's like one of the most popular ones. And there's one about these policemen who were called because, <laughs> because there's a squirrel in the attic. Oh no. And 
one partner, one of the policemen was like, yeah, this isn't really our, like there's an animal control department, but it's not really our <laughs> deal. But right then, the, what, the, the this very attractive woman came to the door and she was so gorgeous that the other partner, the other cop, who was sort of newer, it was sort of like his yeah. first year, was like, no, we'll take care of it. Oh, we'll take care of it, right? And so he like comes <laughs> and he's like in full gear and stuff. He like climbs, <laughs> he climbs up the, he climbs up the ladder into the trap door into the attic. And he's expecting that, the, of course, the animal would be hiding from this right, racket. Right. But he like, his head, his like eyes surface above the floor of the attic. And he goes, and I was face to face, like six inches away from my face was this squirrel, like reared up on his back legs. He goes, it looked like Godzilla to me. It was enormous <laughs> and terrifying. And so it's like, it starts off this amazing string of yeah. events where he drops his heavy flashlight and it lands on the guy's nose and breaks oh, no. bleeding. Oh, no. And then the squirrel runs downstairs into the fireplaces his tail catches on fire. He's like flies, like running all over the place, full on fire. He gets under the couch. The couch starts flaming. Oh Jesus! Tail is on fire. And this like, is horrible. This police. Oh my god! It was. It, it's in, it's completely amazing. And it is. It comes after the telling of another fiasco that has nothing to do with a flaming rodent. Okay. Uh, it's about a theater, like a community theater fiasco. It is an episode worth listening to. Is it this American Life, you said. I I forget. All right. Well, we're gonna have to track it down. NPR radio show fiasco. Ira Glass. Okay. I bet would be good. Good Google terms. Yeah, great. It's a. It's well. That could have happened to me. That could have been me. I I know. That's it's yeah. like you you expect that the animal will hide, but then this little gray squirrel no. was like, not this one. Feeling right. it. Yeah. Okay, I've got three more ideas. Oh my God, Ted! Great. Boom. What Here we go. I? First one. So increasingly it doesn't feel safe to go out to stores, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't want to be touching things that other people have touched. And then even ordering things online, you've got the delivery people are touching things and who knows they're touching different hand uh, doorknobs and all that. So it's just, you want something, how can I get something without with the fewest number of people touching it? So like, I want to have a delivery service that works via a drone. So just like a drone. Yeah. Drone delivery. They have that. Oh. <laughs> It's kind of like your virtual interior design. <laughs> I guess right. what I want is what already exists. I feel Amazon. Like, didn't the Amazon uh, start delivering by drones? Like, wasn't there a thing about that? They've done some, yeah. No, so I'm just kidding on that one because oh. wouldn't that be great? Oh, no, they do that already. Okay. Wait, no, that this, was that whole thing a joke? That was a joke. It's just a joke. The whole thing? With the drone delivery thing, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> great. <laughs> You kind of took a little of the thunder away with your virtual interior design, which has already exists. Like you were like, no, I'm going for it anyway. I'm, I'm still, still going to do this. I'm I, still I wrote it out. For this joke. Okay, no, this one, I, this one is improv related for you and, and your brethren and sister. And I want to have Zoom have a way to combine video frames so yeah. that you can, oh. you guys can have the same virtual background, but like you're on one screen, uh, let's say Regina Saisi's on the other, and you can occupy the left side, she can occupy the right, but it comes out across with onto one screen, blended but onto Here's one screen. what I want. Here's what we really, here's what we need is we need to, yes, I love that idea. And also have a situation where what I'm seeing on the Zoom screen is what 
everybody watching in the webinar is also seeing. So we can we can place the tiles, right? right? We can place the different images so that if I look this way, if I look to the left, because from my perspective, that would be looking at you. Yes. And everybody sees it that way. But right now it's like my tile could be anywhere and what I see is different right. than you see. And so it's like so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, you want a better monitoring system. Like a participant monitoring system. Yeah. I just want to, I want to be able to affect what viewers are seeing. Yeah. I want right. us to be able to organize the, I want the host of the meeting or whatever to be able to organize, to, to arrange right. the, the individual yes. film frame. Okay, good. So let's put, let's call it zoom frame, combine and arrange. Yeah. Right, so you can mix them if you want, or you can put them where you want. I just, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm thinking like layers, like a GPS system. Yeah, layers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Images, no, I right? get it. I know what you. I know what you yeah. want. Yeah, okay. yeah. Putting two okay. images together, so it looks like yeah. we're in the same place. Right, and then you could do it if you wanted to have like a child of two people. You just put them together, have them stay in the same place in the frame, and they're like, oh, that's what they would look like together. Like if you overlay one person on top of the I other. I totally get it. I totally. Yeah. Yeah, I okay, think that's cool. how ch children work. Great. Yeah. All right. So this one, this last one, is my, I think it's my best half-baked idea. Oh, hold I on. Made... Hold on. While we're at it. Okay. I want Zoom to be able to play music and, and speak at the same time. Like, I want it have, to have better sound, sound layering capabilities. Zoom wish lists. Amen. Yeah. Yes. That's at the top. How do we get rid of latency? So Granted, can sing Zoom, together. Zoom does not know what hit it right now. Like Zoom is like, no. I mean, it is crazy. It's yeah. crazy. And bless their souls. Like I'm grateful for this technology. Oh yeah. And they're working hard to like catch up with all the things. Yeah. So, okay. So this one is not particularly COVID inspired. In fact, it's inspired by a pre-COVID world. But I think it's a really good idea. And I did a few preliminary investigations because like maybe I should hold on to it. But I'm just going to say it. I'm going to share the idea. Maybe somebody's going to take it. But I'm going to say it because Sounds I think... more than half-baked, Ted. Well, it's, yeah, I did some investigation. But I don't have the technology to make it work. What is it? But so here's the scoop. So you're out in the world. <laughs> if you remember these days when you used to travel, you don't want to carry cash with you. It's dirty. It's heavy. It's just a pain in the ass. So like, let me guess. Let me guess like some sort of a credit card type thing that allows you to pay for things without having cash. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Granted, I'm building on other technology, but you haven't seen this product before. Okay, what okay. is it? So the time when I notice it the most is when I'm like going to the airport, the dude on the airport shuttle helps me with my bags. Yeah. I want to give him a buck per bag. Yeah. I don't have a buck per bag. I can't give him a tip. I'm like, thank you. Because you don't have the dollars. Because I don't have the dollars. And like, I'm not going to ask him for his Venmo, mm -hmm. right? Or like, so I just want to have an app that I can take out my phone and all the service people have this app and you just say, hey, I want to give you a tip. And they take out their phone and you just like, you bump your phone. So you put them within proximity or you say, you, know, two, you type in $2, you tap, boom, tip given, all you need. It's a great idea. You know, you just, you have it in your pocket. You take the phone out. Thanks for helping with the bag. Boom. There yeah, you go. It's a great idea. Right? Yeah. Here's the name. Just the tip. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Nothing, nothing else. You stop that. 
<laughs> because you don't need to carry don't need to carry any more cash. And I think that the the innuendo people are like, oh come on. But then you're like, that's uh, pretty catchy. I remember it. Yeah, but it's like a crow. It's like gross. It's like okay. the innuendo is too. Maybe we get a different name. It's too descriptive. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> we, we give it a different name. But I just want to give you a tip. Tip off. I just want to give you a tip. Call it a tip off. Call it tip off. Tip off. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. But Better you gotta, reference. But you got to like the idea. Yeah, I like the idea. Right? I, I mean, like everybody's it. happy. And here's what, here, I got, a, I got a, a thought, which is there should be like a, like this person should post a QR code at the front of the bus or something. Mm. Because I could imagine that like, yeah, this this person is helping you with your bags, and then when he's done with you, he's got to help the next person with their bags. Or when she's when she's finished, good it's point. Like, she's busy. Yes. She's not gonna be like, oh, hold on, let me get the thing, let me open the app, let me make sure that it's here. But it's yes. like cool. Here, like my code is right there, and you scan, and the money goes. Love it. Your driver Carla uh, welcomes tips. Yeah. If you'd like to give her tips, scan this QR code. Tip Love off. it. You got tip Beautiful. off. Beautiful. Just the tip. Come on. Okay, tip off. Maybe it's maybe we we do a little um, prototyping, different marketing based on gender. And just don't be gross. How about we just don't be gross? <laughs> okay. No matter who. How about that? Let's, let's do that. Fair okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, tip off. We'll call it tip off. <laughs> tip off. Thank you. But. I think that's my best half-baked idea. Also because it's like, if if I'm a bus driver and some dude approaches me and is like, you got just the tip? I'd be like, get, get, the, get off my, get out of here. I don't want, I don't want that phrase to be a justified right. thing to say to a stranger. Fair enough. But if I say, do you have tip off? Yeah, just fine. They're like, hey, yeah, sure. Just There's my QR code on the wall there. Yeah. On your way out, just QR code it. Yeah. It's a great adjustment. Scan it. It's a great adjustment. So I, I think that's kind of a no-brainer. Like, you know, Uber drivers can have it. Totally great idea. Yeah. And and I've never seen it. Never seen it. No. Right? Digital, just super tip. easy. Um, love it. So, okay. So those are my half-baked ideas. I like them. Sorry, I don't have more. It's not. Yeah, well. It's not how I work. <laughs> I, like, I like hearing you riff on them. It's fun to hear you reflect on them. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're right. I did have the home field advantage with this one. I mean, I think that part of the reason, yeah. Well, also it's like you already had some half-baked ideas, which is why. I had two of them. Yeah. I had two of them. And it's like, oh, let's do it. And I didn't, I don't have. Yeah. I had, I had, <laughs> I had tip off and the stick together. Those are the only yeah. two I had. Yeah. Well then, thanks for considering the half-baked ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if somebody wants to take them up, just a 5% cut. Yeah. Whatever profit you make. There you go. Just a little. Going with a poor me depression decanter. Great. I only want 5% and I'll put the money into addiction recovery. That one is really like, oh, you might look depressed. Let me, let me help you cope in a really questionable way. In a way that may be actually quite damaging to you. Like a machine that just makes it easy for you. Maybe psychically and karmically, we shouldn't make money off that device. To cope through alcohol. Yeah. But okay. But here's the thing. I forgot to say this when we were talking about that. It could be that it pours you a, a, 
a cup of what's it called? Wheatgrass. Like it just gives you a wheatgrass shot. You're feeling down in the dumps. It's like, hey, I see you're not feeling so good. How about some wheatgrass and ginger? It feels like, the, yeah, yeah. And you're like, woo, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to cover up a. Yeah, I think. That, trying to whitewash my. I think my dastardly idea. This is about. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're feeling sad. Let me pour you a drink of water. Hydration is important. <laughs> I don't think. I think. I mean, but I, it's a noble effort. It could be. It could okay. be. You're feeling sad, and therefore you don't just want to pour your own drink. Right. So it's it it comes up with what the best drink is for you at that time. Oh, this is a, a raspberry ginger shot. You know, Does that mean you have to have all those things on hand? Weed, weedgrass blueberry. Like, do I need to well, have weedgrass? Yeah, it's got a, like a little tank that stores different ingredients so it can it's conjure up whatever it is. stressful to me. feels very stressful. Well, you might need a drink then. Of of what? Here's what I've got. It's, it's going to tell you. It's going to tell you based yeah, on and then your it's going to depress me. It'll be like, you look, you look a little bit low energy. You need a, you need a shot of ginger and, and wheatgrass. And then it'll be like, eh, error. You've got to <laughs> fill my tank. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's okay. You need a shot of strawberry and caramel flavor. Oh, no, you don't have that either. Cause you didn't it, do it, but you have a beer. Let me give. But if you live in a smart home, this, the poor me depression decanter, can pair up quite nicely with the decision tree app. And it's like, how are you feeling? Well, I feel like I need to get out of the house. Great, go get some caramel for your poor me depression to cancer. You need to refill it. You need some wheatgrass, go to Whole Foods. Oh and yeah, get some you need to feel better. Go run errands. That's not as yeah. like, I mean, I okay. suppose so. All right. I suppose so. It's good Got some things to work out. It's good iteration. Okay. Well, thank you again for trying out some half-baked ideas. If if listeners, if you've got any half-baked ideas and want to send them along, send them in. we'd be happy to hear them. My half-baked idea is a sex robot in virtual reality. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I'm good at this game. <laughs> if anybody has, has an idea of how to help Lisa come up with more half-baked ideas without having to talk to somebody about it. My job is making stuff up, but somehow I could somehow. not. I was not yeah. inspired right. this way. Well... On to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got ideas for topics that we could consider in this time, uh, that's also welcome. We'd love to take on a, a, one of your ideas for a topic. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you got ideas, so, send them our way. If not, okay. we will continue coming up with them. We will. We will. So, all right, Lisa, uh, on to the outro, I think. Great. Da, 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 da. I hope that they were nourishing in some way and that you maybe had some ideas of your own for how you might boost your experience of living in lockdown. This is funny, Ted. This like this moment of trying to make this sound like I hope this nourished you and I hope that this really gave you something. Like, All right. I, how we can improve our experience. Like hope you had a good time, a little people. bit of a stretch. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I just All hope right. you had a good time. I hope you had a good what's time. The, what's the expression? Sow's ear, pearls before... No. Making a silk purse out of a sow's ear? Silk purse out of a sow's ear. I'm just... Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
Yeah. 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 I hope you had fun, people. I think we get to call this what it was, which is fair, not necessarily nourishing. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you were nourished, great. But great. But I, whatever. I don't. It would be okay if you weren't. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, hey, uh, I'm still. I've uh, been doing some playful mindfulness get-togethers. Hope people can stay in touch and, and come along for those. Um, and I'm going to be starting up a playful mindfulness online class starting on Thursday, April 23rd. Uh, people want to come and join in, check out playfulmindfulness.info. And then there's a little link at the top of that page. It's a six week class. would love to have you with us. It's sort of teaching the basics of coming at this world with a playful, mindful presence. So be awesome to have you with us. Awesome. Anything else you got going on? You want to plug? Uh, checking out Bats Improv, improv.org. Got shows every Friday and Saturday, something different every night of this week, every every Friday and Saturday, sorry, of this month. Great. Every Friday and Saturday of this month. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun, pretty fun they're, time. Gives you a good time. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you like the Monster Baby podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you pick up your podcast write a review let other people know yeah. spread the word. the word spread the love oh, as always you can send us a little note info at monsterbaby podcast dot com uh, so okay that's it I hope you're uh, having a great day big virtual hugs yep and we love you we'll, hang in there we'll see you in the next time <laughs> bye <laughs> ciao Thank you.